Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. Welcome back to the Surgeon Masters mini podcast with our guest surgeon, Dr. Todd Swenning the Director of Orthopedic Trauma at Desert Regional Medical Center in Palm Springs, California, and Medical Director for the Institute of Clinical Orthopedics and Neurosciences. Todd, you and I have both been eager to keep the ball rolling on one of your new passions, humanitarian work. Indeed, Jeff. Thanks for having me. It is one of my passions. It's been a passion for a long time, but I've only recently in the last few years taken the steps to become involved in humanitarian work, and it's been an incredibly rewarding voyage so far. So tell us a little bit about things that we need to know and things that you've been doing more recently with uh, this kind of work. So my initial involvement was with a group called IMA Helps. It's a multi-specialty humanitarian uh, group based out of the Southern California region, but we have doctors from all over the country that go with us. Now I'm involved in an organizational level as well. So in March, we are going back down to Paraguay for our second uh, trip to Paraguay. It's exciting this year because now we're going to go down and we're going to have a screening trip where we have clinics and we can assess people so that our first few days in the OR are uh, set up and completely ready to go and we will have screened our patients. So it's an exciting trip. It takes a fair amount of effort and planning to do these things and pull them off. So that's one thing that I'm becoming more involved in now. What was the initial catalyst that got you interested in humanitarian work? The initial uh, aspect of it comes from something that I think is inherent in a lot of us as physicians and uh, healthcare providers. You know, generally, I think most of us actually have a desire to help people. And when you see friends that have gone on some of these trips, et cetera, and they come back with some of the stories and things that they're able to do with limb correction and uh, some of the maxillofacial corrections that I had seen some of my friends do, it's really inspiring to think about being able to uh, help provide care to people that otherwise never would have received the medical care that we all take for granted. So you've been aware of this and interested in the concept for a number of years. What was the thing that sort of shifted you to actually making it something of action? The first thing that really brought it to my attention was uh, when I moved out to Palm Springs, there were several nurses that were involved with this medical mission troop, um, and they brought it to my attention that they had a troop that went, and it's something that I had always had interest in. So I did a little bit of research on the troop and found out that they did a fair amount of stuff that I would be very comfortable doing from a surgical standpoint. And then they put me in contact with uh, an orthopedist that had been traveling with their troop for seven or eight years, uh, Hector Pedraza out of uh, North Carolina. And I had a very nice conversation with Hector and that gave me a much better understanding of what the capacity was and, and what our ability was would be to affect change in uh, some of these people's lives. And really the biggest thing that it was going to take for me was time. And that was something that I was willing to commit to the effort it was really just exposure. So uh, making yourself aware of the potential uh, really was a, a the first thing that got me going in the direction of doing it uh, for real rather than just in my mind. So in regards to time and one of my concepts of time life management using rhythm, 
rather than work-life balance. How might this contribute to you finding your rhythm or finding the time to actually do this? Actually, I, you know, for me, this has uh, been a very important aspect of better time management on my own because it's it's a commitment, and this is something you know I think uh, in our lives on a day-to-day basis, being aware of the time that we have on a, a daily basis um, is is something that we can uh, we can sort of take for granted. We can uh, not appreciate the time that we're given. So for me, understanding that this was going to be a roughly two-week commitment every summer, July, August, and planning for that, knowing that it's a it's a pretty big venture, it actually has helped me in other aspects of my life with regard to time management and organizational skills. Awesome. And so what are some of the things that uh, you think uh, others need to know as far as uh, getting involved in this sort of thing? Well, the the first thing to do, I think, is to figure out exactly what type of mission troop uh, or a humanitarian effort you would you would best be suited for, and that would involve research, and that uh, would mean taking some time to look at what's out there, look at uh, organizations that would do something that you think would uh, you would be a fit uh, into their program. So spending a little bit of time as to looking at what type of a troop you might uh, uh, be able to assist in in an effort. And then I, I strongly suggest talking to some people that have, have been on these missions. Very rarely will you spend time either on the phone or sitting at a uh, lunch table talking to somebody that's been on a mission trip and have them say, you know, that was just miserable. It was a horrible experience. You just, you don't find that generally. But they are all different. So it's important to spend some time talking to some people that can give you a better insight. You know, so I guess if you're a, if you're an orthopedist, talk, try to find an orthopedist that has gone with the troop and uh, find out what type of work they do, what, uh, what resources are going to be available, what resources you're going to need to bring, et cetera. Uh, those things will give you a much better understanding and make you feel much more comfortable as you venture into this type of a, a venture. What have been the positive influences or impacts on you in the last couple of years? Well, I, not to get off track, but honestly, I, I think I'm a little bit better father <laughs> because of this. Um, in fact, this year, my my children are going with me to Paraguay and they're going to be runners. They're going to work every bit as hard as the doctors do. It gives us a great opportunity to really be a little bit more present with where we are and appreciative of everything that we have. You know, as we're as we're on the telephone right now, I look out my win- window at Mount San Jacinto and beautiful sunny Southern California. It's amazing how fortunate we are to be sitting in the situations that we are, and to be able to help people that really have no means to obtain the medical care that we have, completely taken for granted. Uh, not completely, but you know uh, that that we see as the norm has been a wonderful gift to me, and I'm gonna. I hope to show that to my children this year. Awesome! I think it's spectacular that you're doing it. I know there's a lot of things that people might feel are involved in this sort of thing. I guess the the question would be, and we also have a wide range of listeners, people that have already been involved in humanitarian work, some have never been involved. Um, how can we bring this down to simple terms? Yeah, so whether whether you're a novice and you've just entertained the idea or whether you've been on multiple mission trips with multiple different troops, I think the uh, initial steps are, are kind of the same. First, do your research and understand the organization that you'd be traveling with, uh, where you would be going, and what type of work you would be able to do. 
hopefully help you determine whether or not this would be something that would be a good fit for you in your life. And then I strongly encourage people to reach out to someone that has experience in that specific area. So uh, Chris Tyner is a plastic surgeon from the Los Angeles area, and Chris goes with multiple troops, and, and he has told me, you know, they're all very different. So it's important to reach out and talk to the people uh, so that you can understand what type of efforts you're going to be going through on a daily basis. So as we wrap up, the simple action step that all of us can take is to take the next few steps, a little research and reaching out, and the goal of all of us being able to achieve participation in some sort of humanitarian work. Did I get that right? That is exactly right. First, do the research on your own and then reach out. Those two steps are pretty simple to start your involvement should you choose to. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Jeff. There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Todd Funning. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.